here. Take my back radio. It's looking at me. He's an ugly little spud, isn't he? I think he can hear you right now. I made a money! That little boy did it! You are listening to The Cave, a weekly podcast looking at the best and worst in pop culture from yesteryear to tomorrow and beyond. Hello to you wherever and whenever you are in the world. My name is Shane Adamzak, and with me as always is the screech to my Mr. Belding, Mr. Paul Garabovac. How are you good, sir? Hey man, do you think when we're like really old, we're going to change the name of the Spice Girls to like Old Spice? (laughs) Hope so. I hope so. Remember when we were young and Old Spice was like a thing that old men use? I mm. totally use Old Spice now. Like, I, I would, but I still don't think I, I'm ready to make that change. It's good. It's just a clean, crisp, smelling deodorant. Yeah, but I, I have my scents down pat. Like, I'm a, I'm like when I say I'm a smelly boy, it's not like stinky. Like, I have a nice deodorant. I have a nice cologne. And uh, I'm kind of set. Cool. When was the last time you got your Cologne checked? Um, it was two years ago in Florence. Great. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, let's start off this week with my uh, three-point check. I don't know if we've done this before in the cave, but let's see how we're going. Paul, tell me in three three parts, how are you going? How is your brain feeling? How is your heart feeling? How is your tummy feeling? Okay, my brain is a bit of mush. Um, okay. I've just spent the last two and a bit days in Sydney uh mm-hmm. for uh a workshop and i went on some cool dates which leads me into how my heart is feeling which is high as a kite um which is also not helping with my brain and my tummy is empty but i'm gonna make an uber eats order somewhere in this podcast can you guess when Ooh. uh just uh email us at the cave uh <laughs> podcast at at place with name so let us know when you think I've placed my Uber. Do you order. still really not know any of the email address stuff for this podcast? Yeah, it's the cave underscore podcast at omnitheatre.com.au. Yeah. You know, we've been doing this show for all, over a year now. Mm-hmm. You know that, right? Yep, just send and us a tweet at have Shane's face and Paul's there too. Uh, hashtag 420. All right, so a pretty good three, pretty good three point check. Uh, my brain's pretty good. I've, I've also been away on a trip, uh, in the middle of the Northern Territory for the last couple of days. So I'm a little bit tired, a little bit weary from that, but I had a very good time and lots of cool things happened. Heart is sort of filled with joy and youthful exuberance, which is pretty good. And my tummy is full. I just had some, I treated myself to some, uh, cheeky takeaway tonight and I'm feeling pretty good. So three point check all around. Uh, yeah, pretty good. I mean, I'm in high spirits. I'm excited to be uh, talking to you, Paul. Oh, buddy. It's always good to hear your voice. I wish we were in the same room again, but it seems like this podcast can't function when we're in the same room together. Well, look, it's hopefully within the next two weeks, we can, we can make it happen again unless one of us gets deployed, uh, overseas. Yeah. Cause that's how life uh, works. Deployment. Speaking let's, of deployment, let's jump uh, straight into the sh- Oh, hey, go. Yep. The Avengers Infinity War trailer was deployed a few days ago. Yeah, it was. Holy shit. I I couldn't not watch this one. I've still managed to not watch the uh, Last Jedi trailer, number two, but I had to watch. I had to watch this one for Infinity War. I'm so excited. What were your first impressions? Um, Well, I made sure I stayed up 
because uh, I knew when it was going to debut. Well, I had a three-hour window because it debuted on Good Morning America. So my time, it was like nine o'clock at night, and I was just sitting in my bed and waiting, kept refreshing uh, the Marvel YouTube channel. And when it finally dropped, um, within seconds, um, I saw the counter, and I was within the first 3,000 people to have seen it on YouTube. It reached 230 million people in the first 24 hours. So while it's only my word against everyone else's, I was one of the first 3,000. And that, kids, is how I met your mother. What a trailer. Um, it was almost like a mini movie in that it required you to understand the sort of breadth and depth that this is all gone into what it's all leading up to. Yeah, if you haven't seen any of the other Marvel Cinematic Universe films, you're going to be confused and disorientated at this point. Uh, it's not like DC where you can kind of just jump in and just kind of shoehorn everything in in the last second. There's, this is years in the making, this film. Like, literally years and years and years. This is insane. I mean, for crying out loud, the trailer had a post credit sequence. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel, they just do it better. Well, they, we, they do it better, but, like, I think we spoke about this in an earlier episode. Are you worried at all about audiences coming in to see this film and just having no fucking idea what's going on? Uh, no. Look, if, if you go in to see this movie and you don't know what's going on, that that's on you. You've, you've had time to catch up. This has all been leading. Man, I'm sure it's not going to be super confusing. It's going to be a movie, a bunch of goodies versus a bunch of baddies. I don't think there's going to be, like, anything insanely confusing that if you haven't seen the other mo movies leading up to this, you won't be able to pick it up. I mean, what about the end of Civil War? I mean, you're going to start with all these superheroes, like, not exactly friends. Are we creating a world where it's just like, you only get to be in the special club if you've been paying attention? Oh, I think so. And I'm fine with that. You could, be in, you could see just the Avengers movie and it would make sense. You don't go along and just see the third movie in a franchise and expect to, you know... But again, you're assuming that they know it's the third movie. What if someone goes... Oh, Avengers looks interesting. Let's see what's going on here. Well, there's been two other Avengers. I'm I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt that they're not a fucking idiot. Okay, Which well, maybe is wrong for me to do, and I've been burnt before. But I'm going to assume people are not idiots and understand that this is part of a bigger world. I mean, it's not like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a secret, Paul. True, true. I just, I just wonder how this film's going to go now, I guess. But besides all that, let's let's talk about let's talk about what we actually saw in the trailer though. That was uh, kind of exciting. We get to see for me some of the highlights were obviously the little post credit scene where you see Thor meet the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, we see Spider Man in the sort of high tech suit designed by Tony Stark at the end of Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, no trace of uh, Ant Man in the trailer, but apparently he's in the movie. So no Hawkeye either. Yeah, interesting. We've got, obviously, all the people from Black Panther. Mm -hmm. That whole Wakandan world is going to be introduced you just see a lot of You see a lot of key moments as well. Like, obviously, we see the big bad Thanos finally making an yeah. impact on the cinematic universe in a way that matters. Um, I've got to tell Josh you, though, Rowland. I don't like him without his helmet. He kind of just looks like a big purple thumb. Yeah, well, I'm interested to see, because there's been a bit of backlash. Hashtag give Thanos his helmet. Because uh, mm. every other incarnation we've seen him in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe so far, we've seen him 
with his traditional, you know, comic book garb, which includes his helmet. But the director said in an interview, he said something along the lines of that he doesn't have the armor on because the Infinity Gauntlet is uh, such a big source of power that he feels he doesn't need armor, which is kind of exciting, but also a little bit of a cop out. I'm sure there's a reason why he doesn't have a helmet. I mean, if, if it's literally baked in and explicitly said that way, then there's something to it. But if it's supposed to be, like, implied, then fuck that. Like, we love, and as nerds, like, we love seeing our superheroes show up as we see them in the comic book, you know? That's an awesome yeah. thing. Well, we've only got a couple of months to find out uh, Marvel's Avengers Infinity War Coming out May next year, I think. Something right? like that. And if you do the math, you yeah. can watch one Marvel <clears throat> movie a week, uh, pretty much from Christmas onwards. And by the time you're done, uh, you'll be ready to watch Infinity War. Look, let's move on. I want to talk about, uh, on behalf of all the Perth and Adelaide, West Australia, South Australia nerd listeners out there, the Oz Comic Con news this week. Uh, Oz Comic Con no longer coming. To West Australia and South Australia. Bit of a harsh blow to all the nerds out there. I'm just I'm gonna read for you now the official statement that was on the Oz Comic Con Facebook page. Oz Comic Con strives to make the very best events for our fans to celebrate their love of pop culture. Our Perth and Adelaide fans are some of the most passionate fans in Australia. You are what makes the event so fun. However, recently we have felt the events have not reached the high standards that we aspire to, nor the expectations that you have. It is with this in mind we have made the decision to no longer deliver Oz Comic Con to Perth. Perth and Adelaide. We want to thank all our Perth and Adelaide uh, fans for the support over the years. It has been an absolute pleasure to bring the events to life with you, Oz Comic Con team. Hmm. Bit of a yep. harsh blow to two states that often miss out on cons and events and concerts such as this to have something for a few years and then have it taken away. Well, and look, it sounds like a lot of a bit of a spin. Um, in terms mm-hmm. of that press statement, which is fair enough. That's them protecting their brand. But um, maybe, I mean, what do you think? Maybe it wasn't turning over enough money. Maybe they couldn't get Man. the stars that they get over East to come all the way out to Perth. Maybe it isn't worth their time. I mean, it, at the end of the day, it is a business. It is a business, but it is a business that clearly just, uh, yeah... I think what it comes down to, it just feels like a cop-out. Obviously, they weren't making as much money off us as they wanted to, and so they've decided just to stick with the bigger Eastern States uh, cons, which is a real shame, because I've been to Oz Comic Con the last couple of years, and there's by no means a small turnout. It was sold out, it was packed to the rafters. Uh, some of the celebrities come all the way over to the, to the West and South, some of them don't. But the fans are there, the audience is there, the people are there. It's clear they're just not making enough money off us to warrant bringing their con to us. So, so do you think a there's people... a way they could adapt their formula to make it more worthwhile or more profitable? Like, rather than just doing the standard con thing of bringing some stars, setting up some booths, like, do you think there's a way that they could make it more engaging so that they could get that revenue up, that revenue stream up? Look, it's a, it's a new convention. It's a new thing to Perth. I think what's going to happen is I, I really don't think they're even going to bother, uh, bother. I think what we need to do as fans, the Adelaide and, and Perth fans, we need to really get behind the other cons that are out there, get to Supernova, pack it out, show them that we are here. Uh, you know, we, we love our nerd culture, our pop culture, and, and we deserve a con like this. So let's just give all that love 
uh, to Supernova and make them have the best time so they never leave us like our dirty, dirty ex-girlfriend Oz Comic Con, a.k.a. East Coast Oz Comic Con. All right. Yeah, just you heard like him, guys. Buy as many Funko Pops as you can at Supernova. It's only through <laughs> Funko Pops that we can really make our voices heard. That's right. In Pops, we trust. <laughs> um, I want to tell you guys the poll results from last week. I asked you guys which old segment from the uh, show should we bring back. We have a lot of segments from Series 1 that we haven't done for a little while. Uh, it was a three-way tie, pretty much. Uh, 33%... Uh, voted for Convince Me, uh, where one of us tries to convince the other one to check out something we haven't previously. 33% also voted for Parallel Lines, where we talk about an alternative dimension that would happen if XYZ didn't or did happen. And an amazing 34% voted for Turbo Talk. No. Yeah. No, they didn't. Z- 0% voted for Not Martin Sheen, so I guess... I guess we're not doing that segment anymore. No, look, the math that doesn't that math doesn't work. What do you no. look? This is what the analytics tell me from the website, and those are the exact numbers I was given. Uh, so it looks like Turbo Talks coming back, guys. You guys wanted it. You're gonna have it. So I think we'll bring back all those segments at some point, other than Not Martin Sheen. But I really like Not Martin Sheen. Maybe we'll do that as well, just to stick it to the man and show people that their voice doesn't matter. No, look. Shane, you're missing the big issue here. We can't bring back Turbo Talk. Because Turbo Talk really, I feel, was the glue that held this show together for many, many months. See, I think it was the seeping, festering wound that um, sort of just like crippled this show as it hobbled away from a giant demon made of a car that's also partly a boy who transformed into a car when he got too hot and he turns into a car. It's a good show. It's not. It lasted for... 13 episodes. It's very bad. Uh, I promise you guys, we're bringing it back. This is why we don't have Firefly. You guys wanted it. You guys wanted it. You got it. I don't want it. You wanted it. You got it. I don't got it. I don't want it. I don't got it. I don't want it. Give people what they want. No. Give the people what they want. Speaking of people getting what they want, uh, I've got a little story to share with you, Shane. Um, There's a young boy in America who's currently not getting what he wants. Uh, He's being sued by Epic Games. Uh, If you don't know Epic Games, they made video games like Gears of War um, and Unreal Tournament and a few other games like that. Uh, They recently made a game called Fortnite, um, which is this cool fort building game where you sort of defend yourself against hordes of armies while like building your bases. It's really cool. They've they've made a battle royale mode and this boy um, made a video uh, about how to cheat in the game and he posted it on YouTube and as okay. what normally happens in these sort of instances uh, the owner of the intellectual property or IP will send them a cease and desist letter and yeah the little baby boy got upset he did the little snot shithead said nah fuck ya I'm, I'm not going yeah. to which meant the only legal recourse that Epic Games had was to either like get over it let it go or sue Now, I don't know if they knew he was 14 at the time, and quite honestly, it's not really going to fall on him. It's probably going to fall on his poor mum or dad, uh, whoever actually owns the IP address. Um, They've already got enough to deal with. When that kid gets hot, he turns into a car. Stop it. They've already got... They've got tyre marks all through their house. I'm trying to talk about a moral issue here, and you're bringing up a fucking terrible show. Turbo Talk? 
it's, it's not coming back. It's going to die. I'll set every episode of that show on fire. I will, I will burn the it out of the internet. Turbo Team, so we have no record the of it. Amazing thing about the great thing about Turbo Talk as a segment is you never know when it's going to happen. You never know. It could happen any moment. So that's why it's fun. Epic Games is basically trying to protect their uh, intellectual property by getting them to not promote the cheating of the game, but they've unintentionally sued a 14-year-old boy. I think it's kind of fucked. I think this is terrible PR. I think while cheating is bad and the promotion of cheating is also bad, this is just not the way to handle it. I mean, people are making video uh, videos about video games all the time. I don't understand. How is he cheating, though? Like, what, what exactly did he do? Like, is this like a, a code situation or was he, like, hacking the game? Or Kind of. So there's, there's f- basically a website where you can download a mod that helps right. you in the game that essentially allows you to cheat and okay, get ahead. So he, and he was kind of hacking, hacking the software. Hacking the software, but he is not the issue. Like, within that video, he explained that he got this thing from another website. Like, they are suing the other website, yeah, like, and that's who they should be targeting. They shouldn't be targeting this kid. Oh, so he didn't, he didn't, make, the, he didn't make the hack. He just used it. He just used it and promoted it via a video that he made online. Wow, that sounds bullshit. Yeah. And I just I just think we're getting to a weird place now where video games and the whole culture of Let's Plays and people watching people play video games. I mean, I think PewDiePie is a fucking idiot. Uh, racist piece oh, of what? shit. Yeah. Um, Massive tool. But guys and gals out there listening, if you love video games, and I get watching some people play games because there's too many games to play and so you watch someone else play and you can kind of get that experience but i think it's time we stopped cheating i think it's time that people just put in codes remember remember when you were a kid shane and someone gave you a cheat code it was baked yeah, into I the game to them news agent you had to buy a physical copy of nintendo magazine or Game Magazine, or whatever they were called, uh. or Hyper Magazine, and you would flick to the back, and they'd have walkthroughs, and codes, and cheats. It was the Sometimes best. a free cheats book. Those were the days. You have to sit there with your controller, putting in like a 12-digit encryption into the game, which you always fucked up at least three times. Oh, yeah. And then you, Son- Sonic has a funny hat on or something. Good times. I think it's time Simple that times. all cheating and game reverted to this. I mean, I still remember the Doom cheat codes. That's that's how insane it was. IDDQD and IDKFA. All guns, all weapons, yep. god mode. Set it on, go to town. It's just... And like yep. the Konami code, like... There's a legacy to cheating that should be celebrated. And instead of creating this world where people have to create hacks, put them online, and then you've got a 14-year-old boy being sued. Get your act together. Let's make cheating great again. <laughs> Uh, Paul, we should get moving. Uh, we don't have much time left, and I would like to get to our Choose Your Own Grab Venture for the week. Are you ready to pick up where we left off last time? Yes. I've got my dice here with me in the Northern Territory. I've got my book here in front of me. I've got my plans. Now, you may remember that you were in the back room of a comic book store. You just took out the second of two bully uh, goons. Uh, he's now lying unconscious on the ground. You're surrounded by pieces of broken chair. You've got your phone. You've got a few weapons that are scattered around on the ground. 
Uh, how you feeling, Paul, at this point? Are you exuberant? You ready to keep moving on with this choose your own grab venture? I'm ready to rock and roll, take some names and kick some ass, save some sweet babes and, and maybe save the galaxy. Now you hear a rustling from the next room, uh, muffled sounds of uh, cry- cries from a little boy and lady who you may remember are tied up in the main part of the comic book store, simply mm-hmm, called mm-hmm. the comic store. Brant, the leader of the bullies, is there. He has a book that you need to get in order to go on a quest to hopefully bring little boy's dad back from the dead. You have two choices right now. Do you try and leave the back room through the back door or do you go out into that main room? What do you want to do? I want to go into the main room. All right. So are you just going to burst into that room or are you going to try to be stealthy and try to sneak in there? Uh, Them thinking that you're still tied up. Oh boy. Um, I'm going to burst in. You're going to burst in. Okay. Uh, all right, fine. Uh, you burst in and you immediately let everybody know that you are there. But as you try, uh, you hear a phone ringing from the other room and it's your phone. Now, uh, bursting in, I'm going to say straight up, Probably a big mistake at this point. Uh, you can try go back and answer the phone, but everybody knows where you are now, so you probably don't have the time. It's probably a very important phone call that you just missed. Um, can I answer the phone, put on speaker, and continue doing what I'm doing? <laughs> mm, you, can, you can, but you haven't, uh, you haven't picked up the phone. You didn't pick up any of the uh, things that you left on the ground because you just burst out of the room. Oh, I thought I like had the things. Man. I thought I had the things. I thought I had no, a few no, they were scattered. They're scattered all around the room in front of you. Oh, it's cooked. I thought I had the few things that were scattered around me. No, so basically you've left everything that you needed in the other room and alerted yourself to the big boss. Great. So things are going well. Yeah. So the uh, phone is ringing, and Brant's like, "What the fuck?" And he's already like starting to amp up and he's starting to walk towards you. You see that phone ringing, and uh, do you want to at least look and see who it is? Or do you want to just move on? Uh, I'll look and see who it is. Okay, it's me. It's your buddy Shane Adamzak, who I assume is oh, in your sweet. phone as like uh, sexy boy or rad dude or muscle friend or lightning. Do you honestly want to know what it man. is? Uh, no, probably not. Okay, because it is kind of funny in a weird roundabout way. Uh, is it just my name? No, it's Shane, and then in parentheses is uh, KFW. Oh. Yeah, okay, great. Do you remember what that stands for? Uh, I believe it was King Fuckwit. Yeah! Which was uh, a nickname from something for some reason. Yeah, I don't Uh, remember the story either, but it is great that it's still that. I feel like it has a a high school throwback. So the phone's ringing, it says Shane. uh, King Fuckwit. King Fuckwit. Do you uh, try and answer the phone? You do have to go back into the other room to get it. The uh, big bad bully is already coming towards you. Yeah, but in that room is all my stuff, right? Yeah, but if you go back into that room, he's coming towards you. You may get trapped in that back room and there is no, well, potentially no other way out. Interesting, interesting. Um, Ah, man. Okay, okay, I know out. this is going to seem really finicky, but does the door open into the room or out into the main room? There, there's no door. It's sort of just a, a doorway. So what did I burst into? Well, you just you just burst in, like, 
arms out, spread out, hey, 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 Fat Albert style. Ah, son of a bitch. Um, yeah. Oh, well. There's no, there was no, there's never a physical door there. Never a physical door. Oh. Okay. Cause. Oh. All right. Fuck it. Um, I'm going back for the phone. All right. So you go back, you pick up the phone. I put on speaker. You answer it. Yeah. You put on speakerphone. Okay. Uh, hey, Paul. Hey, hey dude. man. It's, it's Shane. Hey. Uh, where, where are you, man? We're supposed to be recording the, uh. The, our weekly pop culture podcast, The Cave Podcast, with Shane and Paul today. Where, where are you, man? You're running Look, late. You don't have to say that every time. I know, I know what our podcast is. I'm actually being attacked so in the comic we're trying book to be, store. We're our supposed to be recording The Cave store. Podcast with um, Shane and Paul. You want to come help? Sorry, man. I, you're breaking up. You, you said you were just going to get comics and you were going to have a cry while you thought about your life in a park alone for a bit and then you're coming over. We're, what's happening, man? We've got to record the... The weekly pop culture podcast, the, the Cave Podcast with Shane and Paul. I, I know what the podcast is. Look, there's a hot lady and a little boy and a dad's dead. And if you want to come help, I'm at the local comic book store. Uh, and there's a big guy coming. You're at, you're at the comic book store still? Send Look, help. We're supposed to, be recording a, supposed to be recording our podcast, the Cave Podcast today. Okay, I hang up the phone. <laughs> you hang up on me? Yeah. You son of a bitch. All right, so you hang, you hang up on me. Uh, the phone instantly starts ringing again. <laughs> what? Okay. I answer again real quickly. Don't you ever fucking hang up on I me again. I hang up on you again. Okay. The phone instantly starts <laughs> ringing again. <laughs> I don't answer. Okay. So, all right. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm just assuming it's going to ring for a minute. Yeah, I just want to see what happens next. All right, yeah. Paul Gravvag, ladies and gentlemen, a jerk in role-playing as he is in real life when I try to call him. All right, so the phone keeps ringing. Phone keeps ringing. Phone keeps ringing. Call, you know, time's out. Starts ringing again. Still me. And in all this time, everything's cool. Okay, fine. I answer the phone. Don't you ever hang up on me again. Who is this? I'm Shane Adams at. Who is this? It's Shane, you son of a bitch. Sorry. What's new... going on, man? You coming in? I got a new phone. Who is this? All right, fine. I, I hang up on you and it's done. <laughs> so Brant, Brant is now, he's right, He's in the room. You're oh, trapped I in the room with him. Oh, I bet he is. Yeah, so basically you're, uh, you, you're, you, this is a fight or flight moment once again. And we all know how you're, uh. Flight moments have always ended up. Usually, you just getting punched and tied to a chair. So, this is Paul versus Brant. What do you want to do? You going to try reason with him, which is no way going to work, or you going to fight him and try? Oh, hang on. What do you mean no all? way? I could roll, and maybe it works. Paul, I promise you, as yes. the game master, even if you try, <laughs> I'm going to make you lose if you try to reason with him. You can, but it is not an option that's going to help end this adventure ever you're telling me if i roll a natural 20 on persuasion of trying to convince him that won't be beneficial Uh to me all right Uh, all right you know what i will give you that chance and that chance on you i will roll a d20 (laughs) once and if you get a, a perfect 20 you can try and reason your way out of this all right here we go fuck you it's a 12 you're fighting him I never asked you to do that. Um, well, okay. I choose. To I'm still. I'm still mad on you. I'm still. I'm still mad at you for hanging up on me. Hey man. Both in the game and and in real life. That's fine. 
All right, I'm ready All to right, fight. So you were going to Brand. All right, so here's the big boss. So he's got 15 hit points. You are also on 15 hit points. I've decided uh, I'm going to roll to see what weapon you have, or you can pick a number between one and six. What would you like? Pick a number between one and six, I or I'll roll number three. You pick number three. Your weapon is a helmet. You have a helmet. God so you can almighty. Put on a helmet. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to roll a d10 now to see... Hang on, hang on. Is it like uh, an NFL helmet, or is it like a bike helmet? It's a regular bicycle helmet. That is not Uh, great news. It's not great news, but it's better than not having a helmet. uh, Because I'm going to roll a d10 to see what Brandt has. He's rolled a 6, which means he has a pair of nunchucks. So it's probably good that you have a helmet on because he's not particularly great at nunchucks. He just finds them on a wall and he just starts chucking. What do you want to do, Paul? Keep in mind, the only thing you have on you now is a helmet. You still have your phone in your hand, but you have left everything else on the table in the room. I'm in the room, though. You're in the room. Huh. But you don't You don't have anything's, anything's on you and you're, okay. you've got to keep your eyes on I assume, because it's a comic book store... That those nunchucks, uh, nunchucks are just prop ones, like from a movie or mm-hmm. something. They're not real. So, uh, with my helmet in tow, I want to charge right into his balls. Okay, so you're going to try headfirst into his balls. All right, I'm going to roll combat for that. Uh, you've rolled pretty high. You've rolled a 15, so I'm going to say you, uh, you get in pretty close. You knock him into the nuts. Uh, if anything, the size and shape of the helmet lessens the impact to his crotch. Uh, it does take him down. Uh, let's see how much damage you do. Let's roll this one. You do four damage, which is pretty good. So he's down to 11 points now. Uh, you're still on 15, but he does get to make a move. Unfortunately, the nunchucks were from the back room, Paul. They're not replica ones. They're one of the staff's uh, staffs. They belong to them, and uh, he's on his way to ninja practice later on. So they're real nunchucks. Uh, you are at the advantage that Brent doesn't know how to wield them. He uh, has a bit of a chuck. He's rolled, he's rolled a ten, so he's going to do like medium damage to you. He's going to uh, do. Uh, let's see. I'm going to roll this one here to see how much damage he hits you in the head. You're of course wearing a helmet, so you only take two damage, Paul. A nunchuck to the head, but he uh, he's. A little bit limpy because of the uh, helmet to the nuts, and he's pretty mad. He's getting more and more angry. He's like the Hulk, man. All right. Um, Can I scan the room, see what's around me? You can look around the room. There's pretty much everything, because you looked around the room last time. There's a broken piece of the IKEA chair, the box that it came in. There's the rope that you were originally tied to the chair with. There's the shark repellent, the uh, wooden spoon, your mobile phone, another mobile phone... And the body of the goon who you beat up last time. Okay. I would like to pick up the body of the goon and throw it into <laughs> Brant's face. Okay. You're going to try pick up the goon who is at least your size. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to roll a d12 here for strength, he says, making it up. Uh, you roll quite low. So you manage to sort of get him up. You can't fully pick him up from the ground. You're kind of dragging him by his legs, so you can't really throw him. You can kind of tip him at him. Do you still want to try to do that? Yeah, because I'm assuming he's moving towards me, so yeah. Yeah, Brant's still coming at you, so, so you pick up the goon, his legs are kind of dangling down, and you kind of just drop him 
You just drop him at Brant's feet and he kind of lands on his shoe. It doesn't really do any damage at all. He's going to take... Yeah, he's going to take one damage. Uh, you've scuffed up his shoes a bit and you've just made him a bit more mad. Uh, so he just he pushes uh, the goon. He tries to push him off his shoes, but he's quite heavy. So he's kind of stuck. He's kind of stuck there in the moment. Uh, so he's trying to throw the nunchucks at you, but you are just out of reach. So he decides just to throw one of the nunchucks at you. And he's rolled quite low, and he just throws it, and it lands at your feet. So his hit is completely ineffective. He's slightly pinned down for the moment right. by his feet, and it's I your move. Try pick to take up him out. the nunchucks. Okay, you pick up the one nunchuck that is thrown at you off the ground. Uh, okay, what do you want to do with it? Uh, I want to... I'm pretty close to him. Okay, I just want to do like a big downward like swing, so above my head, down... Uh, onto his neck. Onto his neck. Okay, I'm going to roll for dexterity. And you've rolled as... Alright, on a D8, you've rolled a 6. That's not too bad. So, basically, your aim and your technique is going to be good. So, you're going to attempt to chuck it down on the top of his head. No, his neck. On his on his neck? Yeah. Okay, so let's roll for damage. So, you do... You have completely missed. You swing, and you swing just a bit too short. You're just out of arm's reach. You didn't quite gauge so the accuracy was good but the distance was bad if you were one step closer you would hit him in the neck so now he's still struggling he bends down he pushes the goon off his feet and he's got that other nunchuck he's swinging it around and he's coming towards you paul he's swinging it as fast as he can uh and he takes another swing at you and he misses as well so he's just out of arm reach as well so he's just missed you as well so he's done no damage there so the last two hits, basically, from both sides. Completely ineffectual. What are you going to do, Paul? Okay, he's come towards me. All right, I'm going to take one more swing so he's, before he's, trying he's... to run for the door. Okay, you're going to take one more swing before trying to ring. Okay, so you chuck another. Uh, you've rolled okay. Dexter is pretty good. Uh, you do hit him. You hit him. Do you do any damage? You do him. You, yeah, you do three damage. You hit him well enough that... Uh, it's just—it's enough to knock him off his feet for a little bit. He stumbles backwards, and he takes a blow to the chest, uh, which just makes him mad, but he is definitely ready right. for another attack. So he just goes, he just lunges at you, Paul. He drops the nunchucks, he just lunges at you with his bare hands. He's sick of it, he wants to do this. Uh, and he's rolled an 11, and then damage-wise, he's done an 8. So, uh, uh, let's say, let's put him those fingers. He lunges at you, and he shoves you, and you hit a wall, and you take, uh, I'm going to say, 4 damage which takes you down to nine which means you're still ahead but he is still pretty powerful he shoved you into a wall and you're a little bit winded have i still got my nunchuck in my hand you still got your nunchuck in your hand yes all right I want, sh- on. I want to shove it right into his fucking mouth you're gonna chuck it into his into his mouth you're gonna not throw, throw the it. end of it into i his not mouth? throw it like yeah force it like hold on to it and force it right down his throat Okay, so you're going to get to get like the wooden, the wooden handle and yeah. you're going to try to throw it down his throat. All right, let's see. Accuracy. Uh, you've not rolled great for accuracy, but let's see if you do well. Uh, let's, let's roll for uh, strength, say, says Shane, making it up as he goes along. Okay, so pretty strong. You miss his mouth, though. You hit him in the eye. You hit him really badly in the eye, and he takes four damage, actually, and he's completely blinded in one eye now. It seems a bit of a theme developing where you just blind goons. Yeah. Uh, So he's flailing wildly now. He's just swinging punches. He's a bit bigger than you. He's a bit stronger, uh, and he does manage to land a blow, and you take... uh, You're going to take 
three more damage from this. So it's getting pretty bad now. You're down to six hit points. He's down to three. It's your move. You really need to try to take Brant out because he could potentially, now that he's blinded, he's strong, he's angry, and he's flailing wildly. What are you going to do to try to take him out once and for all? Keeping in mind, he's slightly blind in one eye. Um, I'm going to get the rope, also the f- fashion a lasso, and choke him to death. Okay, so you're going to try it just at that moment. Uh, the phone starts ringing again. What do you do? Um, ugh. Okay. So you've got you've, you've you've picked up the rope. You've got basically you've got the rope and the nunchucks in one hand. Uh, you can see your phone just on the table next to you is vibrating again, and it's it says me. It says Shane King fuckwit. Uh, what do you want to do at this point? You can keep fighting. You can ignore the phone, or you can yeah. I'm ignoring the phone. Let's end this. Fuck him. All right, you ignore the phone. Fuck you, Paul. Uh, and then uh, you try to strangle him with the rope. Okay, so this is a big roll. Let's roll a d20 for this one. Okay, so you've rolled a 15. That's pretty good. You get the rope around his neck. And yes, you've rolled very good. Let's say he gets it around his neck. He's starting to struggle. He's, he's swinging at you. You take an elbow to the ribs. Uh, you take another damage. But eventually, he does start to black out. He passes out. And Brant is out of the picture. He's now I answer the phone. No, okay, so you, you answer the phone. Hey, Paul, what the fuck's going on, man? I'm trying, hey. I'm trying to record the Cave podcast with Shane and Paul today. You keep hanging up on me. What's going on? Are you coming over or what? Shane, I think I just killed a guy. You just, you just killed a guy? I think so. It's going to make really good content for the, for the, for the Cave uh, weekly podcast about yesterday, today, and tomorrow's pop culture. Why don't Why don't it's we turn it good. into a a series uh, called Choose Your Own Grab Venture? This is going to make good content for the police. Is what it's going to make good content for. What? Where no, you've got to have my back. What are you talking about? Kill the guy. I don't know, man. Choose Your Own Grab Venture world. Shane doesn't want to be involved in any police uh, investigations. I can't go back to juvie, man. I can't go back there. I'm too pretty. It'll be it'll be great. It'll nah, be fine. I'm just kidding. Who? Oh, I'm just kidding. Who who who'd you kill, man? What the hell's going on? Uh, there's this guy called Brant and like Chuggalugs. I can't remember his name, but I strangled one of them. Uh, and I threw. Bullies. I, I yeah, think yeah. I threw a, a. I think I threw a chair at someone else. But the, there's lady and a boy, and the boy's dad is dead, and I've got to go save them from the the time continuum in the comic book store. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay, but okay. Great, so you hang up on me again, like a jerk. Uh, Alright, so at this point, let's survey what's happening. In one room, you have Lady and a little boy tied to a chair. In this room, you've got one passed out goon and another passed out uh, bully boss named Brant. They're lying on the ground. Let's tie things up before we uh, leave it there for a cliffhanger for next week, Paul. What are you going to do? You got, I'm going to tie Do anything with up. these guys? Just gonna, you're going to tie them up. Smart move. So you're going to tie them up to what? Um, I guess if is there like men. a fixed table in the room? I would suggest maybe just tying them to each other. All right, tying them to each other, but facing right. one another, <laughs> like chest to chest. Yeah. All right, good move. You tie them chest to chest, uh, style. You walk out into the other room. Little boy and lady are there, and we're gonna leave it there for this week, and hopefully. We can get our way onto another quest next week for a Choose Your Own Grab Venture where you can actually get out of the comic book store and do some of the things I'd planned for you to do about 27 episodes ago. 
All Thanks right. for coming, Paul. It's always a pleasure. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, I ordered chips, a Tibero pizza, and a tiramisu from Magna Pizza Mount Hawthorne. When did I do it uh, in the episode? Can you tell? I feel like it was probably during the Choose Your Own Crab venture. Mm, was it though? Episode. We'll reveal in next week's episode. <laughs> uh, for all our Perth and WA listeners, please... Come and join us Thursday, January the 18th at Player One in North Perth for our first ever The Cave live show. It's going to be really, really fun. We've got lots of cool stuff planned. We've got special guests. There's going to be a quiz. There's going to be giveaways, prizes, and a lot more. Uh, I would like for you guys out there in Twitter land and Instagram land and email land to let us know what was your best and worst uh, pop culture stuff or just even events, any just things that happened during... 2017 we're going to be doing our best and worst episode again in a few weeks next week join us next week join us for our christmas episode here on the cave and of course for those of you guys that want a more visual uh, version of the cave we're going to be slowly putting out some new content over the year on our new youtube channel it's called the cave tv you can check that one out there's a few videos on there now just as a bit of a soft opening and as always, you can contact us at thecave at nomoreradio.com, omni.fm forward slash shows forward slash the cave is the website, and the cave underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and the cave podcast on Facebook. Hit us up. Tell all your friends about the podcast if you listen. If you know someone that might dig it, get them along, because we love doing this, but it's going to be a lot more fun when we get a lot more listeners and we can interact with you guys a bit more. It's mm-hmm. going to be great. Anything you want to say to the peeps before we get out of here, Paul? Yes, uh, remember five fruit and veg. Um, a lot of people will say five fruit and two veg, or two veg and five fruit. It's just it's just good policy to cover all your bases and have five of everything. So five of that, maybe some one, five meats, one whole pumpkin every five day. greens. You know, five five glasses. Um, doesn't have to be water, um, but maybe have have that too, and um, yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, my name is Shane Adamsack. I'm Paul Grabberback. See you next week, guys. Bye. Get ready. It's a Christmas show next week. Bye. It's gonna be Christmassy. Ho ho ho. Christmas time. Christmas show. Within Nintendo headquarters, expert game counselors answer your questions. Their source of information: Nintendo Power. Your direct connection to the pros for better play, smarter selection. Sure. Check out Nintendo Power. It gives you all the game info you need before you buy. So you never make a mistake. And video maps really help your play. Play better, choose smarter. With Nintendo Power. The official magazine of video mastery. For ordering information, call now or visit your Nintendo dealer.